<laughs> Welcome to ABA Ultimate Showdown, a podcast promoting constructive, respectful, and professional discourse to advance the field of behavior analysis. We have a huge episode planned for September. The motion is going to be restraints are not appropriate to use regardless of the severity of the behavior. Megan and Nicole are debating the use of restraints when practicing behavior analysis. We are dotting the I's and crossing the T's. This is a super controversial topic and we're really trying to take some extra time to make sure that it's right. We want to respectfully represent each side. So we're going to be stoked to release that episode in mid-September. But we don't want to keep you hanging until that episode airs. So, we, as Monty Python says, now for something completely different. We are diverting from our typical format to address a topic that is pretty widely agreed upon in our field. Limiting the use of behavior analytic jargon during conversations with people outside of our field. Everyone pretty much agrees that when we are working with clients, parents, professionals, and other fields, we really need to limit the use of jargon and replace it with terms that are widely understood. So I posted a question to the COBA Facebook group, and I want to give huge props to Lauren, who replied with actual research. In their June 2017 publication, Behavior Analysis and Practice published, and I apologize because I'm going to butcher these names, but Critchfield, Depke, Epting, Bissarivik, Reed, Finnip, Crumbsrider, and Eckhart's article, Normative Emotional Responses to Behavior Analysis Jargon or How Not to Use Words to Win Friends and Influence People. As you know, we love research on the showdown, so we embraced it. It's actually a really good article. You should go read it. In 2013, Warner, Cooperman, and Brisbert published this list of 13,915 words in which they gauged people's emotional responses to common English words. So Critchfield et al. took that list and juxtaposed it with behavior analytic terms and found out that, quote, there was a tendency for, for behavior analysis terms to register as more unpleasant than other kinds of professional terms and also as more unpleasant than English words generally. Critchfield even coined, quote, verbal topographies that elicit unpleasant emotional responses, end quote, as functionally abrasive repurposed terms, or FRTs. That sounds pretty terrible, and it's actually a good reminder to use our terminology with caution. We don't want to confuse or, like worse, alienate people that we're trying to help. So, to demonstrate how our terminology comes across to the general public, I hit up our weekly family Sunday breakfast table. This is part word association, part asking for a definition, and I think the final product is kind of hilarious. Keep in mind, my family members are all accomplished members of their respective fields. That includes the kids, who are experts at jumping in waves, playing with trains, and climbing just about every playground structure they come in contact with. My family members are intelligent and talented, but our terminology is baffling outside of our field. Take a listen. What is behavioral momentum? Is that when uh, an object in motion stays in motion <laughs> until it's affected by an outside source? I think, I think that might be That's it. Conditioned reflexes. It's when you put conditioner on your knees <laughs> and check your reflexes. Awesome. <laughs> All right, my little sweetheart. What is an operational definition? A doctor. A doctor. Because I said operation. You are funny. Token economy. When it's the only economy that we have where there probably should be more. What is an evocative event? Sometimes in the movies, people are too provocative. (laughs) 
What does circular reasoning mean? When the water rolls above the ashes, ashes fall down. It's <laughs> a great reason to turn in a circle, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What is ratio strain? Okay. It's when you're running and you strain your back and there's a ratio on whether you'll get better or not. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Thank you. Backward chaining? Isn't there a hair braid called chaining? I could be wrong. When you do it backwards. <laughs> grandma's law. Oh, grandma's law. Mm, that's when the parents say no, but the children can go and get another answer from the grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Joint control. <laughs> There's, this is a family show. <laughs> what is ABC data? Daddy is at work. Yeah, Daddy does go to work. That's right. Nice job. <laughs> what is negative reinforcement? It's like when you're trying to reinforce your cabinets, but it's not working. <laughs> it works negatively <laughs> when you're trying to reinforce it. <laughs> What is an edible reinforcer? They uh, use that a lot in Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) What is the dead man test? That's when you lift up a person who's unconscious on the floor to see if he's dead. And if his arm drops, it's a good sign. (laughs) (laughs) What about the law of parsimony? My friend... Uh, he got married, and the um, preacher had a law of parsimony, and they were very happy, lived happily ever after. <laughs> Thank you. What does BCBA stand for? I was just going to say Backstreet's Back, all right, but I can't. <laughs> it's not correct. All right, little man, what does extinction mean? Dinosaur. Dinosaurs, they are extinct. Good job. What does ABA stand for? Ooh, uh, alcohol beverage control. All right. What is a discriminative? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. on, 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 What is discriminative? (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. What is it? Okay, okay. Full disclosure. I told them to come up with the most ridiculous definitions for the terminology using the common definitions of the terms. I love my family. Thanks, guys, for being good sports. You guys literally support everything I do. Love you. I also want to note that uh, when I said ABC Dada, my son thought that I said Dada. (laughs) Completely unscripted and super adorable. And even though our clients probably won't confuse Dada and Dada... We can use this as a very cute reminder to keep being cognizant of how our beloved terminology can be easily misinterpreted. As the Confessions Group slogan states, let's keep trying to be honest, humble, and human. I hope that you enjoyed that deviation from our typical programming. All right, so back to our original mission. Stay tuned in mid-September when we release our episode about restraints. And as always, be respectful and thoughtful when you respond to other people and their ideas. Remember that everyone has a unique learning history that has brought them to this moment. It will make you a better person and further promote behavior analysis. Go forth and keep delivering good ABA.
As always, this podcast has been brought to you by Graham Behavior Services. Graham Behavior Services provides quality, comprehensive, evidence-based therapy to individuals with any behavior challenges or an autism spectrum disorder to create effective behavior change in themselves while empowering their families to help them pursue productive, purposeful, and fulfilling lives. We'll see you guys mid-September for round four.